Hello, listeners. It's Wednesday, and that means you're listening to Spoiler Alert. Now, folks, we here try to do our best every single week to discuss something that's really on point, topical, and in the moment. Mm-hmm. So this week, we've decided to spoil pirate movies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah super topical. Yar. Here's one for you. Howell was actually Merrick all along. Do I know what that means? We'll talk about it more later. I don't know. My name is Captain Jeremy, and I'm joined today by my first mate, Sonya, and our cook, Sean. Hi, hi, Skipper. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, sea dog. Yeah, I was like, that's what's, uh, well, you know, what's, what's on the... I literally, I just realized I have no idea how you cook on a boat. It's uh, like all like hard bread and grog. But sous vide, obviously. Like, like, <laughs> that would be I like sous vide. The a cauldron lot. I'm imagining in my mind. It's just you boil seawater. In what, Sean? In what? <laughs> like, do they have a stove on board? Oh, bring a little propane if you, know tank. To, if you know how to cook on a on a pirate vessel, please. I think it's all salted fish. And it, it certainly might be. And sometimes live pigs. <laughs> and then you slaughter them as you go. <laughs> and eat them uncooked. And then otherwise they just run around the poop deck. Which is probably why it's called a poop deck. I, I mean, I would assume so. All right, guys. Let us get into it after... Well, I will Google how they cook on a boat. Um... <laughs> Guys, what is a pirate movie? What, what, what do you need to be a pirate movie? What elements have to be there? Adventure on the high seas. Mm-hmm. Sean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, a bunch of swashbuckling. Mm-hmm. Do you know? As, I, a, as a verb. I looked up the definition of swashbuckling. And what it is, is it? It is perfect. Tell us. Uh, engage in daring and romantic adventures with, uh, how do you say this word, ostentiousness, bravado? Ostentious? Ooh. Maybe. Ostentatious? Yeah. Ostentatious bravado or flamboyance. Ostentatious Ooh. bravado. Or, flamb- or flamboyance. Ideally both, I would say. I was going to mm-hmm. say, do you have to make the choice or can you can't have one without the other. And I also put boats. <laughs> that's well, what, yes, that's what else it needs. A boat? But is a boat even necessary? Or I put, I put vessel. Or like a the, the suggestion or lack thereof. Because like if... You know, it's a pirate movie about a pirate that's stranded on an island. Mm-hmm. It's still maybe a pirate movie. Right. If the boat's nowhere to be seen. But the absence of the boat is significant. True. The but, boat is always a part, whether it's there or not. Yeah. Yeah, but even, you know, something like Castaway is most certainly not no. a pirate even though it's very boat-focused. No, right. he got yeah. there with a Perlator truck or plane, <laughs> right? <laughs> it was a, no, it was a truck. He crashed on he the crashed the truck. He, he, he crashed the... Guys, I've never seen Castaway. Isn't that For weird? real. No? Oh, my God. I feel like it would upset me. No, no it's, it's really like a... It's a, it's an upper. Like Is it's it? A, oh, yeah. Oh. Well, the volleyball does yeah. float away once. Because the yeah. thing about Wilson always was the thing that I was like, I don't think I could handle this. It's pretty sad. You think it's sad that he falls... In deep friendship with Wilson, or that the well, Wilson just that, leaves, that he loses him. Yeah, yeah no, it's tough. but he, but in doing so, like it's almost this is now a tangent, but it's almost a sacrifice of Wilson so that he can return to the real world. Like that's oh, kind of that's what it deep. is. Like if he wants to return, he's got to give up, right, Willie, or mm-hmm. more likely die at sea. But yeah, you know, or at ocean. He was close. Yeah, no one dies at ocean. You die at sea, but not in ocean. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Diet stream. A lot of people do. <laughs> diet lake. Oh, no. I don't think you die. I don't think you diet stream. I think you get deposited at stream. Uh, <laughs> some people start at stream. This got dark so fast. Anyway, <laughs> our drowning podcast. 
<laughs> Troubled waters. <laughs> All right, you guys. So let's let's actually get into it. No uh-huh. more no more joke questions, Jeremy. No. Um, what's your favorite pirate movie? I have one. Um, is it going to be one that I'm going to say? Yeah, probably. Okay. One, Should we say it on the same yeah. time? One, two, three. Muppet, Muppet Treasure, Treasure Island. Island. <laughs> it mm-hmm. makes sense. It's one of the only pirate musicals. Um, it is a pirate musical. Um, there should be more pirate musicals. Yeah. I agree. It lends itself. It's high camp. It's very high camp. Yeah, well, and with, you know, with flamboyance. Yes. Yeah, yeah. flamboyance out And bravado. Tim yeah. Curry. Those are my two words. Tim Curry playing a Curly chef. The frog. Such as my, playing a pirate chef such as myself. Mm-hmm. With a talking <laughs> parrot, but that's a lobster. Uh-huh. And a peg leg. Uh-huh. And full of jokes. And the singing voice. Okay, do you know what I love about Muppet movies? Is just these, like, actual, very talented, austere actors Mm -hmm. giving their full all, surrounded by their co-stars are all puppets, and they are just acting their face off. Yeah. And it is, like, the most heartwarming thing in the world. Yeah. And Tim Curry puts it in a really great performance yeah. as one of the only humans in a cast of pirate Muppets. As Long John Silver. Mm-hmm. Yes. A famous pirate. He nails it. He, yeah, he, he absolutely nails it. He couldn't nail it more, really. Mm-hmm. No. He's, like, ominous, but also mm-hmm. enticing mm-hmm. and, and you're like, charming. Is he, just, is he just being friendly? Like, right. What? Oh, Jim, Do you have an agenda, sir? Jim Hawkins kind of was like, you know what? Maybe I should risk it all. Maybe I should. stay with should, Long John. He should be my fa- my father figure. My daddy figure. I will be because I got a little Long of that, John too. figure. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, if anyone has not seen it, it is basically Treasure Island, uh-huh. but Muppets instead. Yeah. Uh, orphans, Gonzo, Rizzo, and uh, a human, Jim Hawkins, <laughs> who was um, a mullet, played by Kevin Bishop, who uh, I was kind of researching, and has become like a pretty, like, um, has a real career for himself, and has like what? his own show. What's he in? Um, he, like the Kevin Bishop show. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, he has, have, he has a show. Yeah, he does a lot of like um, sketch stuff. I have no, I've never heard of this. Well, Same. it's like he's a. Uh, He's a high-voiced BBC person. Boy. Oh, I guess so. Boy. BBC boy. Um, yeah, his singing voice, even as a child, I was like, I don't know. It's high. It's too much. It's uh, maybe soprano. He is definitely a mezzo, if anything. <laughs> um, also, yeah, it, it, it didn't... Okay, it wasn't as stupendous as I was remembering That's true. from my childhood. Like it, it, it was less grand. It, it loomed so large in my childhood. Like I was like, this is the perfect movie. And then I watched it last night. I was like, okay, it's not the perfect movie. Because there's some lines in there that still come to my mind. Yeah. Just like the way that they're said. Yeah. Like when Benjamin Gunn saying anything. Yeah. yeah. Played by Miss Piggy, of mm-hmm. course. Of course. Um, but yeah, there's like... There's sort of a tribal pig situation. Yeah, it's um, a little complicated. That you're like, okay. And then, what else? Oh, the the half-wit son, yeah. Fonzie. <laughs> but also, I was like, wow, this is prescient. Like, this is basically a commentary on the system that gave us Donald Trump. Because there's this whole thing about, like, a rich half-wit son, and that's who they go to to finance their venture. Oh, yes. And he's well, a fool. Well, and he's played by Fozzie, who I love. <laughs> Who has a little man that lives in his finger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, you know, all in all, um, I feel like they really get the pirate stuff right. Oh, yeah. And there's nothing. Funny songs about being a pirate. Yeah. 
when you're a professional pirate. You're anyway. always in. Yeah, it's so good. And also when they get uh, when they get cabin fever, yeah. they do a full cabin fever song. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the best. Uh, I think the cabin fever song is the most memorable. Yeah, because like, I, I've got it too. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember, like, asking my parents, like, what are they talking about? Yeah. Like, what is, are Same. they sick? Have they, do, they, do they have an illness right, right. now? And, uh, no, it's great. It was a great way to learn about really what was probably a horrible, some a horrible the, way to travel. Some of the challenges of the high seas. <laughs> um, and also, Jennifer Saunders pops in <gasps> yeah. as, as an innkeeper. <laughs> Which I, like, didn't realize, you know, like, I had never thought after learning who Jennifer Saunders was that, like, oh, I remember her from Muppet Treasure Island. So then I saw her this time, and I was just shocked. Yeah, and she just keeps offending, like, patrons of her bar by <laughs> being like, we're serving pig, and the pigs are like, oh. She's and like, we're serving roasted suckling, and then she sees potatoes. the pigs, and she goes, potatoes. And then this very this, round like, potato woman is like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so silly from top to bottom, but it, that's it, what I want in a pirate movie. It's a thing frankly. you have to deal with in the Muppet world. That's the yeah. thing is that's why the the outrageous silliness, but then paired with just like uh, Tim Curry's actual legitimacy is such. That's like the same with the Christmas Carol, where you get what's his face? Oh yeah, <laughs> popping in as I can't think of it. Yeah, Michael Caine. Yeah, just oh. giving like very. A great performance, but also surrounded by just Muppets in every in every role. But very talented Muppets. Like it's you know it, they they've done enough work. It's there, right? There's no yeah. You know it just happens to be a talking frog. If you stay ready, you don't have to be ready mm-hmm. or get ready. <laughs> <laughs> also, Bill Connolly at the beginning as the. Um, what is he? Blind Bill? No. Oh, the, yeah. the like, Billy blind Bones. fiend? Billy Bones. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No, their friend from the beginning. Right. Oh, yeah. And then Rizzo's like, okay, I also love Breaking the Fourth Wall. This is like yeah. one of the first show movies I've ever seen where it does this, when Rizzo's just like, he died? It's <laughs> yeah. supposed to be a kid's movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Anyway, all right. Well, well, what's yours, Jer? Uh, you. I, have a, I have a small list, but I'll read my, my top, my number one, uh, which I alluded to earlier in the episode. It's called Shipwrecked, and it's from it. quite long ago. And it's about uh, a, a young Norwegian boy who is forced to join like a big, a big boat, as was in the time, to get money for his family. And then an odd admiral comes on board, <gasps> and uh, the captain mysteriously dies, and the admiral <gasps> takes over, and it's slowly revealed that uh, there's a there's a love interest castaway, and then the you know the bad guy is actually the captain, and then the ship gets totally torn apart by a storm, and he finds finds himself on a desert island alone, As and they uh, do. then he finds all of the bad guy's treasure, which is buried Uh-oh. in a cave there, and uh, yeah, no, it's a uh, it's a wild ride. And even more wild when you find out, because they like they kill people, they fight, they shoot each other, all the bad stuff happens. He sets all these booby traps all over the island to catch the bad guys. It's a Disney movie in Uh-oh. one of those Disney like covers, you know, like on oh, yeah, VHS, sort of like squishy, where it yeah, puts together. Anyway, uh, very hardcore and like not a ton of talking because he's on the island alone for a really long time. Oh. And it's just kind of about problem solving, really. Like, how am I going to kill these people when I'm just one single person? But, uh, yeah, no, it was good. It's super great. Disney, I love that movie. Disney is not afraid of, like... Because Disney also did another pirate film that I love, 
Swiss Family Robinson mm-hmm. from oh, like yeah. 1960, mm-hmm. where. Um, it's basically the entire movie is them making Rube Goldberg machines to like booby trap people on Christmas. <laughs> the whole plot of Home Alone, also. Yeah. <laughs> and like just making fun tree houses and like using ways to like get fresh water and I have fun animals. I always felt that that paralleled sort of the Gilligan's Island thing of like you can make anything with what's available on this island. Yeah, they make coconut, coconut bombs. Yeah. yeah and throw them like they like coconuts and are like throwing them across. I, I think <laughs> at one point in Gilligan's Island the professor makes like a bicycle that you ride to provide power for a radio yeah. he yeah. also built out of stuff on the island. Yeah. And it's you know, you're not smelting zinc. Okay, that's not Whoever happening. Whoever smelt it, dealt it, okay, <laughs> Professor? I um, think not. Have, I mean, have repair you not the ever, boat, man. Have you not had coconut oil? It's a very, coconuts are very good for... <laughs> very versatile. Very versatile. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, I was trying to say, yar. All right, guys. <laughs> we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about more of our favorites as we go along. Uh, here on 91.3 FM, CJTR, Regina Community Radio. So, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, uh-huh. but what? in the Hollywood circles, hmm. pirate movies are known as negatives. Right. They are not movies that you make because they will not make money. This is I've heard this. Um, I think that this might be, this might have changed with, the, with something we're going to talk about, but... Uh, what Pirates could it possibly be? Pirates of the Caribbean. We, <laughs> yeah. Know, we have to. Yeah. <laughs> because w- this was, wasn't it that the the main producer of this, of the first one, like really went to bat for it? Yeah. Well, it was Jerry Bruckheimer. Oh, so he okay. really went to bat with a bajillion dollars. Right. Um, and a big, big reputation. He Yes. Well, and I don't even think he had to put it on the line. I think he said, we're just going to make this amazing yeah. movie. Um also, but it's Disney too. Yes. So like, <laughs> Disney execs were probably like, mm-hmm. I, well, I feel like it was a strug, a strug. <laughs> what What do you guys think of these movies? Uh, I really liked the first one. Mm-hmm. I remember watching it and being like, "Wow, this is delightful! I'm loving these hijinks." Who's this kooky kind of femi um, pirate guy? Oh yeah. Since then, of course, we've learned that Johnny Depp is canceled, and <laughs> like twelve of these movies have come out. So okay, the yeah. shine has really come off. I there would say there are there's Black Pearl in two thousand three, uh-huh. um, Dead Man's Chest two thousand six, uh-huh. At World's End two thousand seven, On Stranger Tides two thousand eleven. That's a big stretch, and then Dead Men Tell No Tales twenty seventeen. Oh, right, which I did not know were they were still doing. <laughs> yeah, that. I did not I'm, know how. To I come might out. have missed one in there. I thought I'd seen them all, but hearing your exhaustive list, oh, I, I think I think. I think I missed one. And you would not believe some, most of these people are still up in here. Like, oh yeah, Orlando Bloom pops in with barnacles on his face in the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kira Knightley obviously <laughs> I said love, bye. Yeah. I love that she's she's literally in it for two minutes, like no, thirty seconds at the very that was probably end. Like in the three D rendering of her. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> she it must have was got her. paid so much, but you can tell she was like, I'm not doing this. She's mm-hmm. like, uh, no thanks. But Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's still, still in it. Oh, yeah. Well, you assume he's got money in this at this point. Well, he could play that. He just totters around. Yeah. It's the same <laughs> joke. Like, that's the thing. So I, Sean and I both watched the Dead Men Tell No Tales mm-hmm. this week. Um, and I watched it, and I was like, these are the same jokes from the first movie. Like, there are things that happen, like people escaping from hangings. Where oh, my gosh. It's it's exactly taken from the mm-hmm. first movie, and then they kind of like tongue in cheek make reference to the fact that like he's been here before, mm-hmm. but it's like 
no, this isn't an instance of like, oh, you're doing a clever thing where you're putting a spin on this being derivative or like making it a commentary. You're just recycling your jokes and then be like, look what we did. Isn't that cheeky? Also, yeah, Johnny Depp is hanging out with his like Orlando Bloom's 20 year old yeah. son at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, he old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's God, a bit of a like this? Matthew McConaughey from a Dazed and Confused situation. Yeah. He's like, People I'm pirating with <laughs> keep so, getting I, older, but the people I'm pirating with keep getting younger. Time, time they stay is, the same. Time's different. Get younger. Anyway, yeah. okay. So back to the the root here. Right. Have these movies saved the pirate genre in movies? Probably the first three did, and then they just wore it out themselves. Oh god. Yeah. Now it's full <laughs> just shenanigan porn, like Rube Goldberg machines of like yeah. a guillotine, like as you said, like. Oh my god, that guillotine scene was nuts where he was just like flipping around and a guillotine like he's flipping in a circle and the guillotine is like slowly like Sliding. when he goes the mm-hmm. right way up the guillotine slides towards his head and then when he goes Upside the other down. way it flies away. It was I my eyes rolled like out of my building. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like this is the most insane thing. And it's always just like, Oh, I flew out of this building, I landed on a tree, I'm on a trapeze. Yeah, it's just so... I've narrowly escaped death. He's just the luckiest pirate in the world. I know, but, and always rum. There's always a joke about rum. But there's legitimate, like, magic in that world. Well, yes, because there were moments, actually, watching the last one, where mm-hmm. I was like, okay, see, this is, a, like, it's almost getting me with the, like, it's almost witty, it's almost charming, it's almost funny. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I hadn't seen all 12 of these or whatever... Maybe I would find it charming, but it's like there is magic in this. Mm-hmm. Like it, oh, something that, about which, a cheeky pirate is the most delightful. Yeah, he does play a great like sort of drunk, gay yeah Keith pirate Richards. Keith Richards, yeah. who <laughs> also was in was his these dad, films. right? Yes, yeah. He, he based the character off Keith Richards in real life. Yeah. And then Keith Richards later came on. To play his dad. Yes. He did? Yes. And like the third one, I think. Yeah. Oh, my God. Also in this one, mm-hmm. Javier Bardem. Oh, who yeah. Is freaky. Mm-hmm. He has a flashback to when he saw, he's like, I saw this little pirate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> floating around like a bird. Like a sparrow. <laughs> and then there's like insane CGI of a young Jack they Sparrow. They de-aged him. He, it looks like that baby filter on Snapchat. Like, <laughs> like, kind of freaky, like a, like a, f- no edges to a face. And then didn't they, I think, like, didn't, wasn't the bandana real low? Like, like, just to cut off as much of his head as yeah. they possibly could? Yeah. They're just like, no hairline here. Yeah, cover up those eyebrows. But to answer your question, Jeremy, mm-hmm. I kind of think that now, because of the deeply exhausted Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, it's going to be unlikely for someone to, try and do that again for a while well okay so here's here's we're gonna bring up uh, a point that i'm gonna bring up again later on okay captain phillips is a pirate movie right because there's literal pirates in right. that movie right but it is in no way shape or form anywhere close to what we thought of when we were talking about pirate movies right um it, is that where we're headed yeah <laughs> well you don't think the somalian pirate rolled on with a bunch of like octopus legs coming out of his face. Yeah. Yeah. Magic. Because Captain Phillips came out in 2013, which I'm actually very surprised. Yeah, that's, that's a long time ago. Yeah. But, um, 
you I know. did not see. I don't know about. I didn't want to watch thrillers for me. Not the one. I also feel mm-hmm. like Somali pirates were kind of a buzzy thing at that moment. You know, <laughs> and Somali that's, pirates are so in right now, and they're kind of <laughs> out. In right now. They're out now, even though like there are still Somali pirates. Mm. Um, I feel like it's not a cult of a cultural moment in the same way. So it'll just float on by until the next bravado-based pirate ship movie comes along. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, flamboyant bravado-based. Yes, pirate. Buoyant. I think Ostentatious. maybe. I think you guys need to send a letter to your drag queens to get on this pirate thing. Oh, a pirate drag queen movie! I'd be so into. That would. That, would, that sounds interesting. Um, what would her name be? Hi, Cap- What a <laughs> Captain Hook. Captain, Captain. <laughs> um, uh, Captain. Polly Wanacracker. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> I'll just keep thinking over here. You guys keep She going. just wears two eye patches, but over her nipples. <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know there's a peg leg oh, situation. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of jokes to be had there. Um, Sorry, I just wanted to like sort of finish on yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I... I just there's they got so lazy. I feel like the last one was so lazy and they just all confidently and just seriously talk about the most insane lines in mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. that are just like like every person is like Oh, you've read the ancient text? Oh, the blood moon map? <laughs> like yeah. uh, the trident will be found soon. And like at one point they both look at each other and say at the same time they're like they're like, to release the power of the sea, one must divide. <laughs> and it was like so, it was one of the dumbest moments of like, all of, the whole thing was really dumb. Yeah. Like, as I said, Javier, like bleeding black blood out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. And just like, <laughs> but that was dumb. Like he, I feel like, did as good a job as one could do with that role. I thought he did well. It was just. He was scary. Yeah, but it was just like, it didn't really make a lot of sense. And it was just kind of like, as you said, Sonia, like another David version. Jones. Yeah, another version of this other character. Yeah. Like, really? Like, really similar. Yeah. Like, and it's like, and it was this whole thing of like jo- Johnny um, Jack Sparrow still trying to get back the Black Pearl, and like mm-hmm. I was like, didn't this happen already? Just, or they're like, we're not your crew anymore, Jack. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm literally having flashbacks. Like every movie, they're like, oh, we're not your crew anymore, Jack. Where's the Black Pearl? Joke about the monkey. Yeah, <laughs> the monkey. Oh my god, your crew is just who you hire to do yes, a job, man. Like it's not. I know. But also, it's a double-edged sword for. Doubloon edge sword for <laughs> Javier to get that to get that sweet Disney money. Right, like, I am not going to begrudge that. I am still waiting for the final Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Wait, where there's more. Well, I'm, not, was... I'm, I'm assuming there will be where they're forced to go on land and they try and like do all this stuff and end up just walking places. That's <laughs> not just, fun. It would be super fun. But I think this one was the official last one, wasn't it? Oh uh, yeah, it I'll, seemed like I'll it. believe that when John well, right. is is done. Yeah, in, when he was lying, just CGI him. So. lying cold in his grave. They I have believe, they have three D scanned that man more yeah. times than they require. Yeah, for for further Ugh. further pirates. All right, guys, let's 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 bebop along here. Yeah. Who's who's your favorite captain? 
You guys are Obviously. so predictable. Wait, are you going to say at the Captain same Hook? Time? I am, me too. <laughs> we, we're really on the same much. page. Too much. I mean, we again. We need someone with new opinions. Camp, the camp factor, right? Oh, of course. He's very... Well, Dustin Hoffman takes it right. to a whole nother level. Oh, he me. is amazing. He, he is he is real. Yeah. Right? Like, he is, yeah. you know, and he's super insecure. <laughs> And just like flowing black locks like that. Mm -hmm. What a what a look. Gorgeous brocade coat. Oh, Mm -hmm. he loves fine things. Actually, sorry, just to go back here for one second. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite things is when Kermit and (laughs) (laughs) and Tim Curry are having a sword fight and Kermit (laughs) surprisingly is very gifted with a sword and he like and cuts off all the brocade on the front of Tim Curry's jacket. Well, how many just like the most the most horrific insult you could possibly give a man is to remove the frills from his jacket. And at the same it's time, Tim, Tim is looking at him with such hurt, such and, hurt and shock and anger, and it's like that's why it's the best. Yeah. So that also is like that same energy I feel is what Dustin Hoffman brings to Captain Hook. Yes. That's that that energy. That energy of like is energetic commitment. <laughs> so when he's like commitment to the because uh, at one point he like his wig is removed right. in public and all that. And, yeah, and that yeah. dewigged in public is a yeah. humiliation. It's a humiliation of the highest order. Well, he's dethroned, right? That's that was the whole right. sort of point. And they defeated I, him without. I feel for him because he doesn't love children. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. a tough group to love. Mm-hmm. Right. He has major PTSD. <laughs> right. He can't hear a TikTok without being horrified. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, he's got a lot going on. He lost a dang hand. <laughs> you never smile at a crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> that one was for all the kids out there. <laughs> um, anyway, well, who's your favorite captain, Jerry? Little man named Captain Ron from the film Captain Ron. I don't I know you guys know. I researched Captain Ron because I was like, I was like, you love Captain Ron. It is amazing. So it's a 1990s, Mm -hmm. like literally 1990, it came out. Kurt Russell plays Captain Ron. Okay. And Martin Short plays uh, a businessman who has to get a boat from A to B with his family and hires Captain Ron to drive said boat with his family. Hijinks ensue, and OMG, you guys, it is the best. Is Captain Ron a pirate? Uh, he wears an eye patch. Get... <laughs> so yes, but they get into conflicts with pirates. They do, yes, oh, legitimate okay. pirates, and uh, they have great arguments about the difference between gorillas and gorillas. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So that's yeah, it's great. That's a word that will trip you up, though. Oh yeah, no, it's good. Uh, so many great moments from Captain Ron. Uh, we'll talk about it a bit more later with the boat. But uh, oh my God, it is just such a treat. Everyone should go out right now to your video store and grab yourself a copy of You Cameron. love yourself of people getting from point A to point B. You uh, do. High so so much. So You're much not wrong. Nice. Yeah, no. And you get some world-class actors in there like Kurt Russell and Martin Short to also, just Also, Kurt Russell likes up. being on a boat. Oh, he is so funny in He's that. He's not afraid of it. Well, he falls off of him. No, he... His, his, when else is he on a boat? In Overboard. Oh, he's, he's not really on a boat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he builds a closet on a boat. It's true. He builds it out of oak. Yeah, which, which he does not. He shouldn't have. It should have been. Should have been, been cedar. cedar. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Oh goodness. Do you guys? When I was a kid, I was really concerned that when he built that closet, there would have been an instance where he was like drilling something that would have gone through to the outside. 
Oh, you know, like and pops dance, the boat. like if he's in the bottom of the boat, would oh. he like? Like I thought that was coming for sure. Oh, I the first time I watched it, I was like, this is. This bad boy's flooding from a screw hole that he's putting with this from a screw hole over here. <laughs> Didn't think about that for a single I was, second. I was like very concerned. Aww. I could, you know, I knew where this was going. Just a, <laughs> so you really had your head. You've always been game. a dad, Jer. Is that what that from means? From the day you were born, I feel like that's a real dadly concern. Oh, maybe I don't know. I was just like, oh my god, it's gonna happen. He's gonna put a hole in the boat. I've seen too many Looney Tunes to know how this goes. Mm. Also, I guess we should apologize for our blatant disregard disregard of Father's Day. <laughs> a Father's Day? We... I just realized it was last Sunday. Yeah, we did do that. We often do a topical topic, but yeah, nope. Father's Day. Sorry, Dad. Coming up next month for Unspoiler Alert. You know, I celebrated Father's Day already, so... Same. It's I, over. I went for a very hungover poutine. <laughs> Your dad? <laughs> yes. That's cute. It was, except that I was in a... I was in a... <laughs> in state. quite the state. Yeah. Well, with Sean and his state, I think it's time that we all just relax here and take a short, short spoiler alert break. We'll be back in uh, just a few minutes from some words from our sponsors. You're listening to 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Well, you're back listening to Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Uh, we're talking about pirates, all things pirate-related today. But, uh, guys, just really quick, uh, does anybody know uh, what time it is? Yarmage, it'd be half past, uh, uh, half past half uh, past master. Black spot. <laughs> A raven's wing. <laughs> <laughs> you guys really got into that. No, uh, it's game time. <laughs> I couldn't think. I should have. I should always prepare this. I couldn't yeah, think yeah. of anything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna sound so good. Uh, for those who don't know, or if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend all week looking for a movie title that these two have not seen or watched or heard about mm -hmm. or seen the poster of. Uh, I tell them the title. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about. We all have a good laugh. Then we move on with the show. Are you guys ready to hear this week's title? Yes. Oh, boy. This week's title is The Crimson Pirate. Ooh. That title again. The Crimson Pirate. The Crimson Pirate. Um, so I believe that this is about a woman who hates the way... That big corporations have co-opted, uh, like, tampons. And she <laughs> decides to launch her own product line of women's health products and calls herself the Crimson Pirate uh, for taking control of, of uh, the market. Oh, my God. Wow. I love it. I want to watch it. And she also I want loses, it to be real. tragically loses her leg, so she's got a peg leg. Oh. <laughs> R.I.P. her leg. <laughs> R.I.P. her leg. Can't we just get a new leg? No, I'm using the piece. I'm using this piece of wood. <laughs> right, like, we have prosthetics now. It's nope. part of the image. Uh, I want a hook. <laughs> we did, we did uh, focus groups, and it really tested well <laughs> with our audience. Um, I think the Crimson Pirate is um, sort of in the style of Jumanji, like a um, a kid's a kid's action flick. Mm -hmm. um, the Crimson Pirate is an ancient pirate statue um, that was uh, uh, taken on many voyages as like a guard against um, ancient demons mm -hmm. um, and then it gets you know lost over the expanse of time and is just like shut away in the back of an antique shop oh. and then um, 
someone's aunt buys it for this kid. Uh, this kid's aunt buys it for him because mm-hmm. uh, she's like, oh, he likes pirates. He'll like this. And then um, it's actually magic. And, of course, it brings pirates forward into... It's probably in the 90s. Let's be real. It's mm-hmm, of course. Uh, it brings pirates forward and uh, hilarity ensues. Wow. Who's uh, who's who's starring in that, Sonia? Uh, probably a, a Corey. Is there a Fred Savage involved? Yeah, yeah. Okay, a Savage okay. or a Feldman or oh, a... Oh, nice. Corey or a Culkin, maybe. A Culkin. That's yeah, nice. it could be. That's you a guys. Culkin could do some good work <laughs> with that. You know, you guys, sometimes we play this game, and week after week you just get it wrong and wrong again, hmm. and I try and throw you a bone. And you both way off oh, by wow. a huge margin. I thought you were going to say, but this is not one of those times. <laughs> it, it was one of those times. We uh, both have to walk the play. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. The Crimson Pirate is a 1952 American Technicolor tongue-in-cheek comedy adventure film. Uh, starring Burt Lancaster. Oh. It is, from what I can tell, the most typical pirate movie in on the planet. At one point, Burt Lancaster swings from one, what are those things called? A mast. Mast to <laughs> oh. <laughs> both, both correct. From one mast to the other, and then turns to the camera and says he's going to have an adventure. And oh then he boy. does it. What? He, doesn't, he wouldn't say if he wasn't going to have one. What anyway, a twist. check it out. It's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. It's slow, but also like he does his own stunts, and there's a lot of things going on. It was a big deal in 1952. The game is, of course, brought to you by our sponsor, the RPL Film Theater, the best theater in town. Oh, and how. I would go there to to watch things with my eyeballs. And I do. Oh, I would take 40 lashes at... (laughs) (laughs) Just to go. While going there. (laughs) But they won't, is the nice thing. If you do go there, they shan't lash you. No, Mm. the only lashing you'll get is if you pay for it. (laughs) Nice lashes. (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Keep reading. <laughs> in, in other news, CJTR's annual music garage sale is on Sunday, June 23rd. It's coming up. Ooh, noon to 4 p.m. at the Core Ritchie Neighborhood Center. Admission, $2. Ugh, Two shillings. But a tuppence. Ah. <laughs> there will be thousands of LPs and CDs, stereo equipment, musical instruments, and more at low prices. Hot dogs for sale. The RPL will be holding a scavenger hunt for the kids. All money raised from the sale supports your non Non-profit community radio station, 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. That's us. For more info, visit cjtr.ca. We're still looking for donations of vinyl records, instruments, or music-related items. If you have items you would like to drop off, call 306-525-7274 or visit us at cjtr.ca. Come on down. Do it. Come on down. Pirates. Stuff. Yar. Yar. Get some booty. Oh, I like some booty. <laughs> All right, you guys, we're we're gonna Wonder. we're gonna we're gonna dive back right into this. That was a pirate joke. You know, in many of these pirate movies, mm-hmm. the boat is kind of also a character. Sure. Oh yes, the Black Pearl. Yeah. As we've heard, we've heard from her. Hey, Jeremy, name another ship. Uh, I got oh. I got three, y'all. Uh-huh. Uh, Jolly Roger, presumably. Yeah, yeah, no, that was not on those. Oh, well. Some would argue the Starship Enterprise. Yes. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about The Wanderer. Uh, okay. It's a little boat from a little movie I mentioned earlier called Captain Ron. Oh, and it is a hunk of junk. And oh, no. They, that thing lives on oil that they have to pump into it, and it always goes off at the wrong time, but also saves them right at the last moment. 
And uh, there's also a great scene where Martin Short and his wife get trapped in the shower. And it's slowly filling up with them trapped inside. The shower? Yeah, it's great. It's super good. It's the opposite of what you would expect in a shower. Yeah. No, it's it's a boat with an engine that, we're, that you know, it's a... It's a, a fancy it's a rich people boat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but with such a watertight some shower, mace, I wouldn't expect. There's, 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 <laughs> there's some rumors that it may have belonged to Clark Gable. <gasps> I don't believe those rumors. Well, Red Butler himself. Maybe you should. Maybe you should see the tale of the wanderer and find out what's that old bilge rat Clark Gable. <laughs> also, bilge rat is my favorite insult, and it's in every pirate movie. Bilge rat's good. You scurrilous bilge rat. What, I don't even know what that is. It's just a rat that swims in bilge, bilge water. <laughs> there really was a Poop lot of sick there really bilge was a lot rat. less there than I thought there was. No, that's what Poop it is. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. Do you guys have any favorite ships? No? Um, just the JR? What's the oh yeah, oh yeah, it's my also my favorite offsail as well as ship. No, just kidding. Um, Jolly Rose. Yeah, I guess I don't know the names of too many ships. What's Who what's else Captain got? Hook's ship? Wow, silence. Oh, I Dead silence. I don't know. He, I think it's we not knew. a big character. I think we knew, but I think we forgot. Um, yeah, the the Starship Enterprise. It's the Sea Devil. The sea devil. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Mm. Um, so, oh, does the TARDIS count? It may. Is he? Is that a pirate? He's, though he's got pirate tendency. I guess I should say she now. Mm-hmm. Doctor yeah. being a woman. No. Mm-hmm. Um, Doctor Who is what we're talking about. Just in case you didn't know, Sean. I I hear you, <laughs> but I don't understand. Is TARDIS? TARDIS is time and relative dimensions in space. It's a it's a phone booth. Just earned, police box. just earned my nerd cred there. You did. Good mm-hmm. for you. It's, it's a Doctor Who's... Well, no, he's not called Doctor Who. I would get some letters if I let that slide. Oh, the no. Doctor's space and time ship. He's not it's called... It's a time Do- ship. He, she is not called Doctor Who? No. Why not? Because it's like the it's the question. Doctor Who... Because everyone's, everyone's like, Doctor like, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. They're like, it's the Doctor. This I know. That's, oh, okay. he, but it, that's not the name. I'm not a I'm not a watcher of this show. So well, you should maybe should. I tried. It's, it's uh, not for you. That's fine. Anyway, gonna... yeah. Um, you guys, what do you, what do you think of these? Well, I was, I was just going to move on to my next thing. Good. Uh, what do you, <laughs> <laughs> What do you guys think of these mod, more modern films? Like uh, so, uh, Captain Ron, of course, as I've mentioned, Captain <laughs> He's Phillips. So modern. Uh, <laughs> Literally came out like thirty years 30 ago. Thirty years ago. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as old as 1750. Well, yeah, all those famous movies from the 18th century. I'm just kidding. What are you talking about right now? I feel like Captain Ron is one of the oldest films that we've discussed on the show today. Poor Jeremy. No, no. He just means it's set in the yes. 21st oh, century. <laughs> Come on, you guys. We knew, but you made it sound like... Anyway, it doesn't matter. What Carry on. Carry on, Captain. Carry on, Captain. I said modern pirate film. Okay. Um, have you seen Dead Calm? Nope. Oh, I read about that today. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicole it's... Kidman <gasps> at sea. <gasps> mm-hmm. Does she have a wig? No. I don't know. I no. don't see stills. Oh. She's she, uh, young Nicole Kidman. Very... Okay. Oh, yeah. so she's got the frizz? Yeah, red. red really? Oh, I'm listening. Uh, Even at sea? Billy Zane is the, is the villain. And uh, it is it is a terrifying movie. If you have it, is, that's got to be older than Cameron, but I'm not sure. Is but it about a ship that's calm? It's about a couple that are at sea. Mm-hmm. They're recently lost a son. Oh no! It's mm-hmm. dark. It's very dark. Um, so they're just sailing around trying to forget 
the <laughs> forget this tragedy. Trying to outsail their memory. Yeah, and then they run across Billy Zane in a sinking ship, and then he's like, "You guys want me to come on board and save me?" And they're like, "Okay." And then the husband, I don't know why he gets off the ship. He goes onto the sinking ship, and then Billy Zane drives away with Nicole. Mm-hmm. <gasps> That. And then it's a mm-hmm. fight. Dirty dog. Mm-hmm. He's a big dirty dog. Yeah, it's a. It is a very. It is a very tense movie and uh, emotional. Yeah, no, it's not a dry. It's, it's a wild eye patch in the house. Not a dry eye patch in the house, folks. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's dead. It's dead silent this week today. Oh my oh god. god. Anyway, I eventually they they prevailed. <laughs> The husband and wife. They do. So when when, when did that come out? Oh, that's got to be like <sighs> forever 40, ago. 40, 50 years ago? <laughs> yeah, probably 70 years ago, I'd say. <laughs> modern. Eight, 89. It's as old as me. Very modern. Yeah. It's as old as you? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, what other modern ones are well, there? Well, no. My question is, do you want to see more of this? Do you, like, do you want to see more, you know, this people is, with Wi-Fi dealing with things on boats? Ugh, this is all thriller territory, and, yeah. I'm, and I don't do, I don't deal. Also, being trapped in or under the sea mm-hmm. is a real fear of mine. Under the sea. Mm-hmm. Under the sea. <laughs> yeah, um, it's scary stuff. So, I'm going to say no. It's the, uh, this isn't something I have a hankering for. Really? I also Gosh. believe I died at sea in a past life, <laughs> and I don't want to re- oh, make no. it a re- make it a second visit. You guys are freaking me out over here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you realize that by going to a movie about boats does not mean put you in a boat. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, what about the Goonies? Yeah, let's How talk about the about Goonies. I, I like the Goonies. I think it's a pirate movie. Down at the Goondocks. Mm-hmm. Totally. There's a pirate ship. The yeah. <laughs> also, it incorporates a lot of the things I like. The intrigue. The mystery. Puzzles. Mm-hmm. Puzzles. Maybe, traps. Booby traps. Teens. They re- teens. They really do the bravado well because they're yeah. kind of making fun of the bravado. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like the kids, in the, they're being serious about it. But, you know, there's no way they're going to be able to pull off what they're attempting to right. until they do. Right. Mm-hmm. I will I say, I don't know when we watched, probably in the groups of teens, epi- groups of kids <laughs> episode. Yeah. Um, that they... I don't know what the direction was, but they are all just constantly screaming over top of each other the entire film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's not a moment of silence. They're all just like, ah, ah, ah. Just yell. Yeah, just <laughs> yell stuff. So we can't get a clear like line from anybody. Uh, it's true. Wow, scathing <laughs> indictment of the Goonies from Sean Dunham. Anyway, that's just a small piece that I did love. On the whole, I do like. It's a yeller movie. I feel like, okay, we don't necessarily have these like romantic adventure mm-hmm. tales as often anymore. You know? <laughs> the, 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 what was your definition of swashbuckling? We don't have a swashbuckling story as often. Well, the, the one that I can think of that's sort of the most modern in terms of when it's set yeah. is Romancing the Stone. Which oh. is, I love Romancing the Stone. Yeah. Uh, and it had a sequel, but it, it is one of the ones... That is cited for ruining this genre, as is <gasps> Cutthroat Island. Cutthroat Island is Excuse the one. Excuse me, Romancing mm-hmm. the Stone did not ruin any it didn't genre. Do well, that, that though, is, right? yeah, no, that is why the industry. Those two movies specifically are why the industry doesn't like to do these because they tanked. Yeah, what? and uh, both female led. Yeah. 
which is un- unfortunate. But uh, I thought both these movies were good. I like. I haven't seen Cutthroat Island, but that's the oh. one that is full Gina Davis as a pirate, oh. yeah, pirates, huge hat. Just we've talked about it. This is what I'm here I like. For the hats. Yeah, no, uh, it's a uh, it's something. It's certainly but in a uh, puss in boots illusion. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it ended her career. What? Who's? But Gina now Davis. she has the Gina Davis Institute. What is that? For She's gender like, equality. Is that a movie? No. <laughs> so, it en- it, so it ended her career. <laughs> She's doing other stuff. That's fine. It ended her career. Yeah. You mean, oh, my God. Wait, Poor what's Gina. the most recent thing she's been in? Has, she was a president. Really? She was a president sometime. Mm-hmm. She was a president sometime. Yes. No. This is this is the this is the this was the point for oh her. Oh my God! If *Romancing the Stone* ruined Kathleen Turner's career, I'll never forgive myself. I don't know if it did. That might I'll have been. Never, like you made it happen. <laughs> I made it happen. You scurrilous cur. I I cannot believe that. I love *Romancing the Stone*. That is an adventure, honey. Hey, mm-hmm. Stuart Little was after *Cutthroat Island*. She played Stuart Little. What she a good role mom. for her. She was his mom and she was so cute in it yeah but that would that's not really like and the long kiss good night that's not leading money right that's like yeah you know right. that's you're on your way out you're not right. when the only job you can get is the Stuart <laughs> little mrs little the talking mouse you know the main the main actor didn't even show up to the set what because <laughs> oh. he was animated <laughs> you thought that was a was, piece um... of hot piece of tea there <laughs> who was it matthew broderick no no it was uh Marty McFly. Oh, yeah. of course. It Michael was. J. Fox. Really? All right, you guys, we got to wrap up our talk on pirates oh. with this oh. last final question. Two words, one question mark. <gasps> Puffy shirts? Uh, yep. Avi. Yes. Oh, see, I'm not four. Well, it's. Yeah. Well, you but, have to find the right cut. I fall into the Seinfeld, uh, <laughs> the, the Seinfeld camp. But, okay, have you ever had the experience of being just. Facing out over the wide expanse of a beautiful ocean with the wind ruffling your puffy shirt across your shoulders and just feeling the deep freedom. Yeah. No way. No. Don't show me a picture of Jerry Seinfeld while I'm trying to paint this picture. But I don't want to be a pirate. It's the grandmother of the peplum. Yes. <laughs> yes. It has a storied history. <laughs> what were the riffle what were they for? Disguise Ornament. intrigue and ornamentation. Mm. A use of status. doily. Yeah, it's <laughs> You could blow your nose in them. This is all very you could tuck, flamboyant. Tuck you could things in distract there. people if they're trying to stab you with their saber. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, where's his real chest? These oh, flutters. I don't even know. Okay. Yeah. Well, I could see it. It's safety. Well, you guys, I think it's time that we move to a little segment that we like to call, What You Watching? What You Watching? What are you watching? What? So what are you watching? The truth is, to me, not watching a lot this week. (gasps) No? But I have been really invested in a really amazing book called Ladies Who Punch by Ramin Satude. (gasps) I'm so excited. Who is... So it is about... It's a researcher that interviewed a ton of past guests um, and hosts of The View. And it is basically a history of the ladies of The View and how it came to be and all of the behind-the-scenes dramas since the start of the show to the end. And it is so amazing and full of the most shocking, dramatic stories you'll ever read. <laughs> and I just cannot get enough, and I'm really flying through it. I love that title. It is so funny. Funny, funny, funny. Who's your favorite person from The View? Um, well, <laughs> as as we've been going, so there's like a story of Debbie Matinopoulos, who was 
of the original five. She was, because they tried to get someone from every generation. She was 22 when she was hired. And she, in the book, she's like, I was much too young. She was like an MTV VJ or something. Mm. She had like pink hair. And she had kind of like shocking views that uh, they thought were like making sparks. But then while she was on the show, she actually didn't really grasp any of the subjects that they're talking about. Oh, no. And there was this one part where she said something kind of like obviously dumb. But they, they referred to her as Dummy Debbie also, <laughs> which is horrible for a work environment. And she said something that was particularly stupid. And the producer just, like, said into the microphone, because she was talking to the cat, the crew. She was like, that was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But it <gasps> went to everybody. And so then Debbie, who was on stage, just like, and on live TV, just, like, made a face and was like, I can hear you, Jessica. <laughs> just, but, like, speaking to nobody. Yeah, on <laughs> TV? She, yeah. <laughs> oh and, my goodness! Yeah, and there's just so many good things about Star Jones. Star Jones being a oh, hoarder, yeah. and like her, she like hired the Judy Smith, who is the inspiration for the Scandal character mm. that like fixes things. She hired her to like organize her ex- huge because she got fired, but she organized this like big leaving dramatic situation, and it's very fun. And I suggest it. <laughs> yeah, it's been. Uh, I've been wanting to read that for a while. I just haven't gotten around to it, but yeah, it's fascinating. Anyway, listeners that want a bit of summer, summer fluff. Summer fluff. This is major fluff. But also juicy, God. Juice fluff. <laughs> juicy fluff. Big juicy fluff. What do you guys got? Yeah, <laughs> Sonia, what have you been watching? Well, this past week, despite Sean's glowing—just kidding—opposite <laughs> of glowing review a couple weeks ago. Uh, I went, I actually, we drove out to Wolseley to mm-hmm. the drive-in there. Starlight, I believe it's called. Twilight? I don't think it should be star- called Starlight. Twilight. Oh, okay. <laughs> Twilight Cinemas, maybe. Um, to see a little film called Godzilla, King of Monsters. Mm. Um, did I fall asleep twice? Yes, Sonia. <laughs> was we this a date cozy. also? It was a what date. What time did it start? It started around nine. Okay. And we like made like a cozy nest in the back of a vehicle kind of thing with the like back hatch open. And so it was very cozy and I'd had a lot of snacks and <laughs> they just kept being like Oh, these monster logistics. That is the thing. <laughs> Just so much like, how will we fight this thing? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't care how I you do it. Care. Just do it. Vera Formiga and her choices made no sense to me. I know. Millie Bobby Brown was just like at an 11 the whole movie. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. That was weird. That's her other show. She always thing. plays it on 11. So, she, yeah. Um... Yeah, I didn't really watch anything else this week, which is weird, other than my pirate movies. Busy weeks. Oh, I, we rewatched The Shining. Oh, very good. You did. Yeah, and um, scary. <laughs> Who knew? Review is scary. <laughs> Sonya's review. Scary. Quite scary. scary. <laughs> like scary. actually, like not super scary, actually, but like very unsettling. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think that was the point. It was. Alright, y'all. What I'm, have you I'm, been I'm gonna jump into this. Now, I'm going to say some things. They're not going to be popular, but I'm going to say it. Uh Oh, Oh, no. I watched a little movie called Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh Uh-huh. And it was incredible. Oh, my God. You know what? People have been saying they like. I. They they wanted to see Tom Cruise break that ankle or whatever. I I do. (laughs) He did. He did. I do not know 
what studio agreed to let him do the things he does in this movie. Yeah. But it is so cool. They have what I assume were hundreds of stunt drivers in the streets of Paris, and he is just flying through them on a motorcycle. And because it's actually him, you get these really nice close-ups that you don't really realize you don't get in other Mm. movies. And, like, they are just milking it, right? Like, it is a five- to ten-minute scene of him just, like, literally going 90 miles per hour through the streets of Paris, getting chased by all these cars. And he dangles from a helicopter, and I had to look it up later, because the only way you can get that shot is if he's just dangling from a helicopter with no rope or anything. Like, it looks like there's a few parts where you're like, oh, he could have, like, had a harness on, but I don't think he did. I think he just dangled... You know, presumably a hundred feet in the air well, from a helicopter. It's, it's, Tom he knows, knows that he's gone clear. The so. will it's save true. him if yeah, he falls. Exactly. I was wondering if he had so few thetans in his body. Yeah. If it, like that's why it he was a little yeah, very light. But uh, I don't know if you guys have. Zeno will save him. <laughs> <laughs> or wait, is Zeno the bad guy? I don't. Remember. I know. I think he's. You're right. Thetans oh, are right. bad. Zeno yeah. is good. Zena Zena is good Lucy Lawless hat tip to you Um, have you guys kept up on these Mission Impossible movies oh no heavens no I've never seen a single one I presume the mission is still not even the first one I don't like action movies oh my god Sonya I know I have seen the first two but then I'm like how many missions are there there's a lot there's a lot five uh, I think so they have those parts of Caribbean territory it's true (laughs) they have started to like have arcs that go through multiple movies. Mm-hmm. So there are characters established a long time ago who have secrets we didn't know about and they're being revealed. But they are rocking it. They're doing whatever uh, what's the what's the one with Vin Diesel in the driving? Fast and Furious. They're doing whatever they're doing, but they're getting it right. Oh. And Fast and Furious is getting it wrong. They're going the wrong people, people. You know, you don't Hobbs and Shot. You just make Tom Cruise run more. Because he looks so good. Does he? He looks amazing. He doesn't look small. Even with that, he does look small. But that middle like, tooth. <laughs> you know, he's got does that he, middle. Oh, I'm looking this he's up. He's got right that now. middle tooth. <laughs> Instead of two front it's, teeth, he's just got one to, big middle one. We're allowed to because he's one of the richest and most powerful people on this earth. And, and he's hiding Shelly Miscavige. Yeah, where <laughs> is she? <laughs> just kidding. But seriously though, where is Shelly Miscavige? Are they still doing all she that rubber care. face? Oh yeah, trickery all and shenaniganery. Yeah, uh, yeah, that oh, was that is a middle tooth. Holy it is. Hell. Yeah, see, but you didn't even notice. So. That's you know what? I don't care. I will watch these if they are continue to make movies of this quality. I will just keep watching it because everyone is selling everything, and you know he is with two men in a bathroom, and they okay. have a super long fight <laughs> that is interrupted by at one point another group of men come in. And there's three. (laughs) Sean, this is exactly what you think it is. Because there are three men in a stall, and four men come in, and they're like, let us into the stall for reasons because they think they're having a party in there. And they do have a party where a man gets his head put through a wall. Oh, Oh, uh, glory holes. (laughs) Tell me about it. Oh, my God. Wow. Anyway, Mission (laughs) Mission Impossible followed. Check it out. Won't. Do do watch them from from the beginning. There is something hella disappointing here that I have to that I have to tell us. In okay. Mission Impossible Three, the main villain was Philip Seymour Hoffman, oh. and he was supposed to be the one to reprise his role all throughout. And mm. they had to make a new character who is scary, like the bad guy is scary, but it could have been. It's now P- 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 Who is it now? I don't. I don't. I don't even know. Hmm. 
I have no idea what that actor's name is. You don't even. I will not deign to that. say his I'm name. Not, I don't. I don't. I haven't seen him in anything else. I don't care. I just try and imagine him as Philip mm, Seymour Hoffman. Miss you, Phil. And in in the third film, he did, he did an absolutely fabulous job. It was super great. Super great. Dark. Yeah. Watch Mission Impossible, Sonya. I cannot <laughs> believe you've not. How have you not even, like, been obligated to see one? Don't know. <laughs> I'm a very stubborn you young woman. So guilty. Isn't your dad all over this? Oh, no. Oh, no. no. My dad doesn't like action movies either. Oh, action no. movies? No. Action movies. Well, that's all the time we have. I'd like to give a shout-out to the Garys for the use of our theme song, Manituna. My co-hosts, Sonia and Sean, everyone here at CJTR, and to our listeners. Spoiler Alert is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Friday mornings at 9, and is available as a podcast on CJTR's website. We're on Twitter at SpoilerAlertYQR and Instagram at SpoilerAlertCJTR. It's a little show coming up next called My Electric. See you all next week. Bye. Bye.